Here's what's coming up on today's show. What you invest in is really going to make a big difference, and it's constantly changing and evolving as you get older and as you go through retirement. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery. Glad to have you back on Perfect Game Retirement. I've been George alongside Ryan Ledden. And Ryan, you're an athlete. You've been playing sports your whole life. Uh, but what I've learned is that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a runner. So where, where do you stand? Are you a runner or just uh, enjoy the other part of the athletic uh, activities? Yeah, I just love the on-field performance. The <laughs> the running, I mean, as a as a baseball player, you associate running with punishment. Yeah. And, <laughs> So yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I don't have. I don't have the itch to to run a marathon, nor am I capable of running a marathon. I mean, I'm an in shape guy. I like um, exercise, but it's more of the, you know, weightlifting and staying in shape that way. But um, yeah, I need a I need a left knee replacement. So me running a marathon uh, will probably never happen. I even saw my surgeon. Haven't done it yet, but he's like, you know, you're really young to need a knee replacement. But you've just you've taken a pounding, uh, on your, on your knee and had surgery a long time ago. Anyway, long story short, he says, now you, you realize if you get a, a knee replacement, especially at this age, you're going to need another one probably down the road, mm. but don't expect to like run marathons or anything like that. And I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> don't, don't worry. <laughs> that is not a bucket list thing. So anyway, hats off to those people who do it, but not me. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's funny that you say baseball and running. That's usually associate with punishment it's so true everybody everybody was having to run foul poles uh when we were in high school and when we didn't perform well or made a bunch of mistakes so and especially and then, if like you're you know once i got drafted and became a pitcher only i mean yeah. my god that's <laughs> that's pretty much all you do and you especially when you're a starting pitcher you have a regiment of okay you pitch one day and next day they call it a flush so like literally you just run for as long as you want to but you just got to get all that bad blood out and keep it circulating. And hmm. uh, so then the next day is more like pole kind of long sprints and the next one short-term sprints. And then the day before you pitch, you just kind of do what you want to do, what's ever best fit. But so, yeah, that's you shag balls and you run and you do PFPs, which are pitcher field and practice. That's that's the extent of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm asking because today I want to talk about uh, – running and, and the, the retirement marathon and really kind of make us some comparisons between, you know, running that uh, and accomplishing the 26.2 miles uh, versus trying to get to retirement and having success and finishing the retirement marathon. So I think there's some really good comparisons we'll go through today. And again, I'll encourage you to visit uh, Ryan's website, blackoakam.com for Black Oak Asset Management. There you can schedule your retirement coach 360 session. And if you have questions about what we discussed today, you can always log on or call 470-508-0508. So really kind of three main areas that I, I kind of want to hone in on here for this conversation, Ryan. And let's start with planning and preparation. This is obviously the the, the biggest one for both, you know, retirement success and running success. Um, it, you know, you, 
if anybody's ever gone through it, and I've never run one, you've obviously never run one. My wife has actually run one marathon. She says she mm. won't do it again. It was <laughs> not fun. She's done more half marathons, but um, yeah. I, I I know like I, I wasn't with her when she was training, but I know like what that entailed. It was it was not just hey I, every day go out and run a few miles, and then by the time the marathon rolls around, you're in good shape. It is a detailed plan that you have to follow day in day out to to ensure that you are ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody's a little bit different, but golly, just Google search, you know, training for a marathon. I mean, yes, you're right. It is extremely scripted. Um, you know, you, you have to build up that endurance. You have to rest. Um, you know, ha having my son run track for the first time this past year, now he's not a distance guy, he's a sprint guy, but it's amazing what planning goes into the sprints that they do and even the season that they're in he's about to do winter track and they train differently in the winter by the time spring and summer rolls around it's very different even then which never ran track before so that's above my head but it, it translates into any sport all this stuff preparation letting your body rest the resting is almost as important as the the workouts go uh, so having a plan it, yes it completely translates over to what I do uh, from a planning standpoint with, with people's livelihoods and their potential retirement one day. So it, yeah, you can't just haphazardly just throw money here and throw money there and just hope poof, all of a sudden you have a large nest egg when you get to retirement and everything, you know, takes care of itself. No, there's just so much more to the insurance side of things, the estate planning side of things, the, yes, the investments, but the taxation, I mean, there's just so many different areas that you have to think about and to prepare for and just haphazardly going, oh, it'll take care of itself. Oh, it'll take care of itself. That it's just not, it, it could happen, but you're not going to be successful. Just like people who run a marathon, they may wing it and kind of do it themselves and they can be maybe finish the race, but were they successful at doing it uh, and, and accomplishing and just finishing one as a success. But could you have done better? Was your recovery time uh, better or could it have been better? So it's got, it, you got so much that goes into it and in a marathon, it, and you can use that analogy too, from an investing standpoint, investing is not a sprint. Don't, yeah, you hear these stories of these get rich quick people, um, you know, putting money in crypto. I even was listening to the radio. We were coming back from Birmingham with my daughter from her softball tournament and they were interviewing people or people were calling in that had won the lottery and and they weren't talking because obviously we, we you know the was it two billion was that the most recent one that just won in california yeah, billion, or something yeah. so they were talking about that hey if you won even five thousand dollars you know call in the radio well this guy calls in he's like well i didn't i didn't technically win the lottery but i won the crypto lottery and they're like what do you mean he's like well i invested you know a certain amount and now it's you know 10x or, or gosh no it was like 100x thousand x <laughs> from what he invested in um so okay that guy had a great story good for him but how many people have been on the flip side of that and it's just getting killed right now uh so it's you, you got to have a plan you got to be prepared um and the more you plan and prepare for it the better off you're, you're going to be in the long run planning and preparation we know and we talk about it here quite a bit uh on, on why it's so important but you know, we can't, we can't hammer that message home enough. You got to be prepared. And, and much like with running, it's the same thing with, with your finances, proper diet. Um, I'm sure you're probably pretty honed in on, on this aspect of it, Ryan. I'm sure you had mm -hmm. to, uh, diet a little bit, maybe not as a pitcher. I guess you guys didn't have to diet quite as much as the position <laughs> players, right? I don't know. But, uh, but, but with running, I mean, it's, it's not just about 
conditioning, right? It's about eating the appropriate food to make sure that you have that stamina and you have that energy to, to really finish. I mean, diet's just as important as the, the planning and prep. Yes, no doubt. I mean, that's, that's 80% of an, an athlete's performance is what goes into their body. I mean, yes, it's the training and weightlifting and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, you talk to any top tier athlete and it's what is consumed is makes the difference in your performance, but also how your body feels, how it reacts, how it recovers. Uh, so a proper diet is a hundred percent true. And then again, going back to uh, my son, I mean, we were in California for the junior Olympics. I mean, what we had, what I needed to go get from the store. I mean, it was just so like, Hey, as coaches are saying, Hey, okay. You know, night before we got to eat this, this, and this. And so I had this, big spread, if you will, in our room of things that he needed to eat the night before, the day of, the morning of. The problem with my son is, and I was never this way, so I can't relate to it, but he gets so worked up before a football, like he pukes every time, every single game. Hmm. He throws up, he'll take his helmet off, he goes and throws up, puts his helmet back on, he's good to go. Same thing with track. Like if there's a porta potty on the way to the starting box, he will go in there and puke and then come back out. So I don't know how much his diet actually <laughs> matters uh, going into it, but you know it, it's got to do something for him. But even you know even diet, but but talking about how much he has to stretch, how much he has to uh, you know take ice baths uh, the night before. I mean, you feel like you're torturing your kid at eight years old, I, I used to have to take ice baths and I hated it, but I got my eight year old kid in a tub, um, in a hotel room in California and I'm just <laughs> dumping ice in there. And he's like basically in tears, but you feel the pain you go through. You feel like you have a new body when you're done taking an ice bath. So, uh, okay. I digress going back to the proper diet, but it's <laughs> all those things that go into the performance of it. So like, uh, uh, the analogy here is a proper diet is like basically Again, you can go down any path here, but let's talk investments. So when it comes to retirement planning and the market right now is a good example of that. When you go into retirement or about to retire, you just really, you can't afford to take huge losses right before you go into retirement because that may prolong how much longer you work or it may change how much because what happens on the front end of that retirement really affects the back end of it. So how you prepare for that and how we prepare for that with our clients is, you know, the last two years, the rates of return have been incredible. Like, you know, you have a certain return baked into these models that you do and anything above and beyond that, <clears throat> that's almost like house money, if you will. So we take that money off the table and maybe put it in something more conservative or rebalance it. But now the beauty of interest rates going up is you can actually park money in a money market or a CD and actually get a little bit of something out of it. So what we do when we do have those returns above and beyond a five, six, 7% rate of return, if it's 15, we're like, holy cow, let's take some of that percentage off, put it in a safe money market or a CD. And so when the market does correct and it will correct, it's just a matter of when, how long it'll go down or how long it'll last and how far it'll go down. But right now we're taking money more from safer investments right now in money market accounts so that that can create people's income and we're not pulling money out of the stock market, out of their stock market investments, where when it's down 25% and you're taking 5% or 4% out in income, well, now you've lost 29, 30% instead of 25. So that's the constant fluctuation that you have to maintain when you when it comes to retirement. So 
when it, when it comes to diet, I mean, what you consume, what you put in, um, and what you invest in, essentially, when this analogy, what you invest in is really going to make a big difference. And it's constantly changing and evolving as you get older and as you go through retirement. All right. Uh, the last comparison here I want to talk about is uh, starting fast. And with with a marathon, you got a long way to go. And if you try to burn off that energy early, trying to get out of the gate, or maybe in that competitive, got the competitive juices flowing earlier when you're in a big pack of people, it can really catch up with you and uh, and pay a toll later on in the race. So retirement's very similarly, right, Ryan? We get we get there and we're ready to hit the ground running. We got goals, we got ambitions, we got all this free time, we're ready to go. But again, you don't want to start too fast. Yeah, and that, that's exactly right, uh, especially these long-distance races. When it comes to sprints, that's obviously a little bit different. But again, we're not talking about retirement as a sprint. Um, and again, referring to my son again, when he runs the 400, which is the most grueling sprint there is. I mean, everybody hates the 400. Um, and and it, it was actually the opposite of what I thought. His coaches were saying, no, out of the blocks, you have to take off and run at about 95%. I'm like, huh. I wouldn't have thought that. I thought it'd been like run at 75 and then kick it. They're like, no, yeah. your lactic acid is going to build up at a certain point, no matter how fast you run, that you might as well get as far as you can before your body starts burning hmm. and you start sucking winds. I was like, oh, that's interesting. So yeah, when you hit that, um, when you hit that second turn, everybody hits a brick wall when they get to that point. So the sooner you get through that turn, before that lactic acid builds up, the better you are. So it's kind of the opposite on these long sprints. But when it comes to a marathon, yeah, I mean, you see these races on TV and people do kind of shoot out of the blocks a little bit just to kind of get their spacing and all that. But if you continue that pace, you'll never, you'll never last. There is no way. So, um, and when it comes to retirement, the same thing is when you retire, most people have all this free time. They have all these plans, which is great which you should have these plans, but you have to have a plan for it. Bake that in. If you want a $15,000 cruise to go on, put that in your plan. Don't just say, oh, we'll take this money out of our IRAs or whatever, and, and we'll go on a vacation. Well, if it's not built for that, don't, you can't, don't do that, but build it in. So that way you can go on a vacation or spend more money and you're perfectly okay with that. So if you spend too much money out of the blocks and you don't have a plan for it, it's not good. It's not going to work for you. Um, so you do have to pace yourself because what happens in retirement, and this is usually, I'm kind of stereotyping here, but there was a saying like your first years, first decade in retirement is your go-go years. Your second decade is mm -hmm. your slow go. And then your third decade is no go. Um, but the problem is that no-go years, that's sometimes when we need more money because inflation has slowly gone up. Uh, we may need more health care costs. So if you spend too much on the front end, the back end may be a disaster. And sometimes that's where we need more money. Now, I get it. There's a balance there. I mean, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Um, you know, I've mentioned my mom on here before, but she passed away before my dad fully retired. So he had all these plans of retirement, spending with the spouse, and then that didn't happen. So you do have to live a little, so there is a balance, but just have a plan for it. I want you to have the best time you can in retirement and and spend money and do these things, spoil your grandkids, take them on vacations, pay for the family to go on vacation, do those things, but you have to have a plan for it. And if you start too quick, it may really squeeze you later. And if you don't build in inflation, then it's really gonna squeeze you later because you have to account for that because inflation is gonna happen. Obviously, <laughs> we see that now. Now, do I think we're gonna be at seven to 10% forever. 
we better not. We're going to have a whole <laughs> lot worse problems out there if we stay like this. But that's what the Federal Reserve is doing, what it has to do to slow, try to slow things down. And I think reports even come out today as we're recording this to see what's going to happen with what happened to inflation rates. And I think they've actually, they've slowly come down um, a little bit. So hopefully it's peaked. Uh, maybe we're on our way down, but you know, we'll see. And, and, and luckily by the recording of this show, we get to hear more about politics for another month uh, because of all the runoffs. And I'm in the glorious state of Georgia where that's <laughs> the, the more text messages I get for, from, from Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. Um, that's, I, I can do without those, but yeah. yeah, don't start too quick. It's a marathon. Well, again, I hope this kind of gives you like a little different look at how retirement works and how you want to prepare for it and why you need to be thinking about that big picture at all times. And again, planning and preparation is kind of where it all starts with both retirement and with running long distances. So again, if you have questions, want to set up your retirement coach 360 session online now, you can do so. Blackoakam.com is the website. And there's also some really, really good tools there for you along with all of our podcasts. So visit it, visit it when you have a chance. There's some great resources and uh, continue to help you grow in your financial uh, education. All right, let's uh, let's do a couple of getting to know you's right before you get out of here today. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on our mailbags. Maybe use uh, those for our next episodes as we've gotten quite a few in. Uh, and, and let's go with uh, I got a couple for you today. Let's start off with uh, with this one. Would you rather have a pause button or a rewind button in your life? I would have to say a pause button. I think. Uh, I mean, everybody may have regrets here and there. I don't really, knock a wood, don't feel like I have too many of those, but I do, we are in a stage of life where, you know, and everybody says, you know, you, you know we get tired and complain that, you know, we're constantly do something, doing something on the weekends, kids sports. But I mean, I love doing that. But, you know, everybody says as soon as that's done, then you're going to wish you still done it. So I get that. I, I try to, I try to be in the moment as much as possible. So I would definitely say a pause button just because, our kids are 11 and eight, almost 12. My daughter will be 12 yeah. later this month. Um, so yeah, it's just, you want things to, to kind of either slow down or push pause and kind of enjoy the moment. And I think we live in a world and society where, you know, we don't do that enough. Um, it's always what's next, what's next, what's next, especially right now, this time of year. I mean, it's, you know, I love Christmas as much as the next guy, but it's, you know, it's like we're trying to hurry up and get to Christmas mm -hmm. and then, okay, then what's next, what's next. So just being in the moment. So definitely a pause button. I wouldn't say uh, a rewind cause I don't, I don't kind of live in regret or, I mean, yeah, you wish sometimes, obviously the biggest thing, if I had a rewind button would be with my mom, that's, that's for sure. Um, yeah. but I don't regret the time, um, or wish I'd have done this more. I wish I'd have done that. We had a great relationship. So I would definitely say a pause button. Yeah. It's almost like just, it's kind of a discussion about living in the moment versus, you know, looking back and, living in the rear view. So the pause yep. is, is kind of about, you know, really capturing those moments. So I'm kind of with yep. you on that. And plus having young kids, you want, you want everything to slow down a little bit. So That's I like right. that one. All right. Uh, one more. So I, I know you, you have a, a busy morning and, and busy days quite often. So what's the best way to start the day for you? Uh, I'm a morning guy. So definitely getting up early and working out is part of my routine. If I don't do that, I, I don't, I just don't feel the same the rest of the day. And even um, recently we've had a lot of stuff just going on and people being sick and 
So I gotten out of that routine for about a week, week and a half. And that's, it bugged the crap out of me <laughs> during that time. So I think getting up early, exercising in the days that I do, I feel completely different. Um, just from a mental standpoint, you can tell it just, you know, there's always stresses in life, but I can tell it burns away some of that, some of that stress. And if I don't do it, I don't feel good. Um, and so exercise is a big part of my life. So getting up, doing that. And when I get home, it's waking my son up, get him, go to school, get dressed, go to work. So, I mean, it's just, I'm very regimented. And when I'm off of that regiment, I don't, I don't enjoy it at all. So getting up at, uh, four in the morning is, uh, when I get up and go to the gym, get that done. Cause if I don't do it in the morning, it ain't happening. You so said, you I, said four twenty-eight, right? Four twenty-eight. That's when I set my alarm. <laughs> okay. Yes. People think I'm mad. Yeah. A little bit, <laughs> but I don't run marathons. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, quite a schedule, uh, to maintain. I, I think like, it's one of those, if you kind of get into that routine, you can, you can stick with it, but it's just, man, I can't, it's tough when that alarm goes off or the, the, the kids wakes you up at a certain time. It's, yeah. but if you guess if you get ahead of it, you can kind of be in control of your day. Right. Yeah. And plus my son's elementary school, they start early. So, I mean, he's in third grade. So as soon as he starts middle school, I mean, gosh, they don't start till like eight forty five. So the 428 thing's not going to be forever. Uh, give me another two and a half years and I'll, I'll probably sleep in a little bit more, but even on the weekends, man, my internal clock is usually around five 30. I'm, I'm usually up. I, I can't usually sleep past then. Very good. All right. Well, so good. Always fun to, to, to learn more about your Ryan. So appreciate you sharing as always. And again, if you have any questions about retirement planning and maybe, you know, this retirement marathon conversation got you thinking a little bit differently about maybe your approach to things right now, please reach out. Blackoakam.com is the website and the phone number 470-508-0508. All right, Ryan, we'll get out of here as always. Thanks for your time. And we'll look forward to talking to you again in a couple of weeks. You got it. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledner, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Black Oak Asset Management and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.